Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Listen, sit back and listen to the call of the crows, the breeze in the old leaves, the words of our grandmothers. A quote by Emma Orr. I love quotes, and this one seemed like a perfect one for this podcast. Listen in on my chat with Eve, an amazing young woman who recently birthed her first baby, Sophia, in her complete power. I was honored to meet Eve just weeks before her birth, and just as honored to attend her birth at the beautiful Divine Grace Ashram in Arizona on gorgeous, sacred land in the company of some very special people. We jump right in with the story of Eve's pregnancy, which was full of intuition and surrender. I really enjoyed getting to know Eve at a deeper level by witnessing her share her story. Listen in on this remarkable story of how spirit and trust always leads us back home. Yeah, well, I got pregnant in the beginning of, um, I got pregnant in April and I didn't even know it for a whole nother month. I was in Thailand and I was traveling and I was going to travel Asia for the next, um, my plan was to travel Asia for the next rest of the year for all of 2019. I was going to be in Asia. (laughs) That was the plan. Wow. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. And then I, um, I found out and, and, um, my period didn't come in, in April and I was like, okay. And um, because I was in Asia, I didn't have any insurance or, of course, or whatever. So we just kind of kept traveling, and I was kind of had the idea that I was pregnant. And then another month came, and I still didn't have another period. And <laughs> so we just assumed I was pregnant. And, um, yeah, so we probably, um, let's see, so then in late June, I came back to America for a doctor's appointment and because we decided that it was maybe time for us to figure out where we're gonna have the baby and everything like that um so I just assumed uh I just went with the easiest thing um I just thought insurance because you know um I just thought it's free so insurance sounds good to me (laughs) and I didn't put that much thought into it at the in the beginning yeah um and so this is your first baby I think I said that Mm -hmm. yes so this is my first baby Um, and so I, um, yeah, and I remember going to my first doctor's appointment and this is in July and, um, they were like, did you do a pregnancy test? And I said, they said, when did you do the pregnancy test? And I said, I never did a pregnancy test. And I remember just, even just that, they thought I was crazy. But I was like, I didn't get my period, you know? Like, why do I need to go and waste money on a pregnancy I test? did not know this about you. Yeah. Now I know why we're together. <laughs> it's so like, awesome. why do I need to, I know I never did a pregnancy test, but I just know I'm pregnant. I fill her in there, and I haven't had my period in three months, so. So there you go. So there, yeah. Did you have any, like, um, 
I mean, a sense that a baby was coming? Like, so, um, I actually, yeah, but that's like a different, um, <laughs> that's a different yeah, story. well, because we were, um, you know, when we met, um, in Peru and we were on the spiritual retreat and I had actually had a, um, like one, we were in a ceremony one evening and I, um, had actually had a vision. This is, um, just a few days after meeting, um, John, her father and, like I said, once we met, we just never, we were, from the time that we met, never we just apart. never, yeah, apart, and so, um, I had a dream, I mean, I had, like, a, a, this vision, and, oh, it's okay, you want some food, you want some food, come here, come here, Yeah, and I I had this um, this vision, and it was like I saw this mobile, like you know, that goes over a crib, and um, mm. and it was just like in these pink waves, like mm. just like that. It was just simple like that, and I was like, I'm gonna have a baby girl, and I felt it. I was oh like, I I'm gonna have a baby girl, and then after I told him that evening, and I said, um, I think we're gonna have a baby girl. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and then, um, he was like, no, no, not right now. Maybe, maybe, okay, like, he accepted that, that we were going to have one, but he didn't think so soon. I was like, I don't think I would have seen that, like, if it wasn't going to happen soon. I feel like it's, wow. it's going to happen soon. Um, but I didn't realize within the month, like, the next month, <laughs> I was Damn. thinking a couple months and at least, you know, and he was thinking, like, a year or whatever but yeah after she that I was like in. yeah and and I kind of did get get this little this little hint mm. um and but I've been wanting you know a child for a few years and it just it never happened yet so that was like a big sign but I always wanted a son first mm. <laughs> for whatever reason yeah. and I just wanted a little boy and um yeah so that was a big as soon as I saw that I was like I'm gonna have a girl first <laughs> like that I had to get used to that idea first too yeah and then um but now, because she's here, I couldn't even imagine it any other way. But, um, yeah, so anyways, I, that was it. A few days, yeah. Um, a couple months before, I had that vision. And then, yeah, lo and behold, I was I was pregnant. And I kept seeing, like, pink baby stuff everywhere, too. Like, Aww. throughout, um, like, after that, I just kept seeing stuff. And I'm like, oh, she's coming. Like, I just knew it. Then I just kept getting signs from the world. Like, I would just, um, just random things would just catch my attention or something like that throughout the days and stuff yeah. and then I was like okay this is this is happening she's coming so and then when I didn't get my period I was like oh well it wasn't really even a surprise yeah. I was just kind of like okay yeah this Which is, is it. I knew she was coming yeah I love how they show in colors sometimes like that you um, know I mean my babies have and various ways just like oh, yeah, dreams yeah, or like yeah. actual colors or yeah it's like this cross world you yeah, know yeah. between feelings and yeah so it's all different kinds of I've heard all different kinds of ways that people like have yeah. known some people have known since they were kid they're like I just felt that they feel that sure. feel them with them and all kinds of stuff I've heard all kinds of stuff so yeah. and I never I never felt anything I never knew or never until until then <laughs> but um yeah, so anyway, so I remember. Are you okay? Mr. Matter. So, can I carry, can I carry on talking? 
I remember um, going to the doctor, my first appointment, and um, yeah, so it started there, and they were like, that was already weird. They just thought it was so weird, like, that I didn't take a test, and, you know, and that was already something, you know, like, just, you could see, like, at the hospital, they have their way of doing things, and there's, like, right. they have this idea that things should be done a certain way, and, um, then even, like, you know, they asked about the vaccinations, you know, and, and all that, are you gonna get your flu vaccine and all this kind of stuff, and, um, you know, um, of course, you just say no. Well, you did. I mean, uh, so many people don't, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. you know, but you seem to have a very strong inner compass to, yeah. like, the choices you know you should make, which is so cool. Yeah. Something I love about you. Yeah. Like, you just know. Yeah. So you refused yeah. all that kind so, of stuff. yeah, and then I remember they wanted to do an ultrasound, and I was like, I remember at first I didn't, didn't want it, but then I was like, you know, it, it would be cool to know the sex of the baby. Yeah. So I got one ultrasound, and um, and it was just kind of nice too to just um, to just um, see like her her face. Yeah, and, that's um, weird, yeah, cool. that was cool. Yeah, yeah. and so um, I thought that was cool, but. Then, I, after that, though, they wanted to do, um, I remember, though, they wanted to do, like, a few ultrasounds, like, schedule them out, and uh, I can't remember the exact weeks or whatever, right. it was supposed to be every few weeks right. and stuff like that, and, and I just remember thinking, like, okay, we don't, we don't need that, like, one's enough, you know, I know the yeah. sex and that's it, and then I just remember, too, um, yeah, so I just, I just remember thinking that, okay, like, this is, I'm going to do this, nat I'm going to try to do a, a natural birth at the hospital as natural as possible. Yeah. Um, and I just remember, um, yeah, thinking that I'll just do it as, as natural as possible. And I knew that the questions would come and all that. And I just thought that I would <laughs> just tell them all that I wanted it. Uh, just as not, that's it. And basically, um, just like as if it were a home birth at the hospital because yeah. um like I said that's just um what I thought but then too um I think there's just this idea that it's like you're supposed to go to the hospital and everything like that so in the beginning if you don't really like sit down and think about it it's just that's what you go to it's your go-to thing like oh it's gonna happen at the hospital that's just what where we give birth yeah um no thought to it really <laughs> and especially with things like insurance but um how did you, I mean, it's a big question, I guess, yeah. but like, how did you know for yourself, even just with some of the choices, like with ultrasound or whatever, like, how did you know what you wanted or didn't want? Like, there's so many choices and you were already in that system and most people get pretty yeah. overwhelmed and they maybe feel fearful or like, you know, the doctor says one thing about, oh, you need this or that. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, how did you... Where did you pull from that, like, um, strength and knowing that you have? Have you always been? I would just, um, <laughs> not always, but the more that I just, um, kind of surrender to everything, the more intuition kind of comes mm. up. I don't know how to 
how to exactly describe it, but the more that you just surrender, the more you just know, too, at the same time. Like, you feel um, it. Yeah, and yeah. you just kind of, you know, know what's right, but it's what it is, is, is not letting other thoughts and ideas right. get in the way of your thinking. That's totally because the Because it's part. like, yeah, because you have an idea, and you'll know, like, no, I don't want this vaccination or something from the beginning, but mm. then you have... The internet and Facebook and doctors telling you like whatever you need this and blah 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 and then that's when you get the fear, the fear tactics. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing to resist is, you know, everybody's what ifs and theories and especially with your first baby, family, mm-hmm. all the things. So I'm just I'm I amazed think, that you yeah. knew that for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, except families too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, so I think it's that, um, you know, and just, yeah, not, not letting the fear get to you, um, and get in the way of your decisions. Like, you shouldn't make a decision fear-based. Like, it should come from your heart, no no matter, like, you know, because there will always be that, that fear there. Um, so, it was kind of like, it was, uh, my story is really really different because like I said we were (laughs) wandering nomads at the time my whole life like I basically just gave up like I had my apartment and my cars and all that and I literally gave it all up Mm -hmm. and I left everything behind and I was just gonna start traveling and just um, Mm -hmm. basically go on a pilgrimage and just go where I felt that the spirit was guiding me and um, you know just felt where I felt that just go where I felt like I would be um, where I either needed something mm-hmm. or somebody could use me for however they needed me or whatever. Um, just mm-hmm. where I could be of service or whatever. That's um, and so that was basically what I was going to do is just follow, follow spirit, just wherever, wherever I was needed yeah. in the world. And, um, so at this point too, so my partner's from England, so we weren't sure if I was going to have the baby in America or was I going to have the baby in England or, um, were what and I kind of started feeling that I wanted a home birth and and I knew that like in my head like I had always pictured myself like having having a home birth and a water birth but because like I said at the time it was just easier um to just go with insurance that was just the easiest um thing so um that's what I was gonna do so I was just gonna do it, it all natural but we we were in England for a little bit and I was trying to wonder if I was going to do a home birth there because in England I didn't have insurance. So I was in England. I was like, well, I guess we'll have to do a home birth. Right. But then we were trying to figure out where we were going to stay. And so we were like, how are we going to have a home birth without a home? And (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) So um, it was really just, it sounds so crazy because it just, we were really just trying to figure everything out because it was like she we didn't plan on having her and we didn't we both left everything behind so we didn't have anything in either country yeah. um starting from scratch yeah literally yeah. so um yeah so but I wanted a home birth there but then I was like okay well it's kind of kind of expensive and we'll just see um how everything goes if it's meant to be then it'll be and I know that I always pictured like I kept picturing the home birth and the midwife type thing and 
um, in my head, but at the same time, you know, I just, I just always said, you know, okay, well, if it's meant to be, then it'll be, it'll happen, um, and we'll just see, you know, I never officially said no to it, but I just knew that, um, superficially, it was, it didn't always look like a good possibility. Yeah. Um, so then I, I came. a lot of people feel like huh? that, yeah. you know, it's like, well, I know what I want, yeah. or I think I know what I want, but like, how do I actually... Where it's do I find how. that thing? It's the how. Yeah. It's the how. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I just really kind of like, I just, I was, like I said, I was just, you know, if, um, if spirit brings me a midwife, then they bring me a midwife. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. That's so cool. <laughs> and that was months ago, like back in England. And, um, you know, and then, um, yeah, so then. Finally, things weren't working in in England. It just nothing was falling into place. And normally, mm-hmm. like when you're when when things are supposed to supposed to be, if you're supposed to be in a certain place and everything, normally things will fall into place. Yeah. So that's kind of how you can tell sometimes that it's time to move on from where you're at or something like that. Or maybe that's not the right situation for you, is because things won't won't be falling into place the way that they should. And that at least for me. So I was like, well, okay, let's go to America. So I went to America. Um, here I am, and, uh, um, uh, yeah, so I was at home in Tennessee for two weeks, um, that's where I'm from, and I went to a doctor's appointment, and again, they tried the vaccinations, and the ultrasounds, and everything like that, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be a hard one, but I just was like, you know, I'll just wait, but the thing was, too, I could have had any four, um, of the nurses that were gonna be on call could have delivered, Right. So I didn't even, I thought about, like, talking to, to the person, to the nurse that I was seeing before, but, um, you know, I was like, but then I just might have a different one come, and there's no point in expressing my views and how I feel if it's not even going to be the same Yeah, person. no relationship. Yeah, no, re- there was no relationship, no. no. So, and that was it, too, and I was like, so... I just thought, you know, I'll just have, like, a little birth plan and just, just go and do it as, as natural and everything as possible. And, um, and yeah, but then I just started really feeling Arizona. But I was kind of already feeling that back in England. I was getting, like, signs of Arizona, Arizona, uh, Arizona. And had you ever so, been here before? No. I've never been this far west ever. <laughs> I've never been past, like, Kansas. Thanks, Sophie. So, yeah, I know. Uh, this is crazy that she's born like, It's such a great story. It's insane yeah. how it all happened. But yeah, and I just remember even in England, I was feeling Arizona, and I was like, um, so, and then I just looked at my partner, I was like, well, I guess whenever we go to America again or something, we need to make a pit stop in Arizona. Yeah. Like, There's something in Arizona. We need to go to Arizona. And that's what I was saying. And then when I came back to America, I was like, well, I'm here. I might as well go to Arizona. Maybe there's something there that we need before she's born or something. And then I found out what Sedona was. I'd never heard of Sedona. What? Mr. Miller. Well, your hand go out. Mr. Miller. And she's all over. Breaking loose. Breaking loose. Look at that milk mouth. Hey, some milk mouth. Come on. Mm. So then I found out what Sedona was, and I was like, whoa, okay, this is like, 
the most spiritual place in America. <laughs> it's like, how have I never heard of Sedona, Arizona? And it's wonderful vortexes. Like, this is crazy. And um, I don't know how, but I guess it just wasn't time. But you know things when it's time for you to know things. So I um, was like, okay, well, let's maybe we need to go to a vortex. And maybe she needs some vortex energy or something. There's something in Sedona. So yeah. I start looking for Sedona and um, looking for a place to stay or how that would work. And I'm like, okay. Sedona's really expensive, and I was like, I'm going to be able to stay here for, like, the weekend, (laughs) Um, but okay, let's see, so I just kept looking and looking and um, trying to find something, and then um, this ashram popped up, which, like, it popped up online, and it was talking about, like, how it does yoga classes and all that kind of stuff, and it has its... um, you know, satsangs in the evening and everything, and um, but what's, it never. Oh, no, sorry. what's what's an ashram for people that? So an need ashram, um, it's a place of worship, typically Hindu type style, but really it's just for whoever, um, whoever wants to follow God, whatever form of God they have. Um, mm. It's really open like that, um, but it's just a place of. Um, of just worship and in, in any different style in any different way um and typically it's um like donation based and non-profit um because it's all about god it's it's not about anything else here um and typically there's like a schedule and throughout the day i mean you just keep your focus on god lots of meditation and like i said um we wake up in the morning and um it's um just straight into to like singing and chanting about God and you do that all day long basically and um, they feed you and it's great it's so (laughs) beautiful here like the property is so peaceful and yeah Yeah. I mean you you've gotten to live here it's so special yeah it is it really is Um, because like I said too like it first popped up and I ignored it because I was like we didn't say anything about staying or anything like that so I was like okay well so it's not when you can say it or whatever then it actually, once it popped up, it kept popping up. It popped up like four times, and I was like, like on your internet okay. searches, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. When it wasn't even coming up at all, and it, um, that's weird. And it kept popping up after it did that one time. I was like, okay, then. So let me just email and see what's coming yeah. on, because obviously there's something going on here. Yeah, somebody's trying to get my attention. So I did message, and they were like, well, yeah, it's kind of different. Um, we have a couple accommodations. Maybe so then he kind of like asked me a few questions and everything like that and then he was like yeah well we'll see if you can um we'll um just come and and we'll see how everything works out and and everything basically and just you can come for a couple days and we'll see how everything Mm, works out I see and um but at this point I knew you were pregnant or no yes Uh so I told him I was pregnant and that was a big part of me coming like he asked me why and I was like well I just feel like there's something like that I just need some peace and I just need Mm. um like to be around just really good energy before um I bring this child into the world and that's what I said I think I need it for me and for her I think we both just need to be in a place of of just peace and and everything before she comes you know because it was things were kind of hectic before like I said we've just been 
all over the place. So I was just like, we just need to settle Stability. somewhere and yeah, and just be at peace, like, yeah. and just be, and, and just, you know. That's amazing. More, yeah. more women should spend the end of their pregnancy at yeah. an ashram. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that. I'm like, we well, should set a pregnancy ashram. It's been great. I know. I would love to talk to someone about that. I know. We should work on that together. In some other that life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? That could be a whole thing right there. It would be so amazing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I really have been. Um, but, um, yeah, so, anyway, so, yeah, the ashram popped up. And then even just that, that was crazy because I was like, it was actually taking him a really long time to respond. And I was getting really impatient. Um, because the I Swami? Just, or no? Yeah, the Swami. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Swami mm-hmm. here. So, um, the spiritual teacher here um and he was just taking a long time and I was getting impatient um because mm-hmm. I was sitting at home in Tennessee and I just knew I had to be in Arizona I just felt it so deeply and I was like I just gotta go I just gotta go so um like it's a Tuesday and I'm like I gotta go so I text my mom and I'm like okay which I kind of gave them a heads up when yeah. I first got there like I think I might be going to Arizona um I just feel to go so we'll just see so it's like a Tuesday and on Wednesday, um, like I text my mom and I'm like, okay, I'm going to book my plane ticket for tomorrow. I'm just going to go. So I did. And then, um, cause wow. it, it, yeah, it really wasn't that much to get here either. It was pretty cheap. So I was like, perfect. And, and, and the cheapest ticket was the next day. Oh wow. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go. And you then I'll just the wait sign. on the Swami to message <laughs> oh, back. I'll swami. just see, <laughs> we'll just figure it out. And I remember too, and I had a, um, a sleeping bag and I was like maybe we'll just go through the night at a vortex or something I don't know we'll just see wow. I'm just wandering literally but I knew I had to be in Arizona that's all I knew so that's where I was heading um, and then my plane got canceled so my plane got canceled and I had to end up coming back the next day but that next day the Swami called me and he was like hey I'll actually be in Phoenix so um, he didn't call me to pick me up or anything, but yeah. he was just messaging me back like, um, hey, like, yeah, we can do this. And I was like, oh, well, cool. My plane is landing tomorrow and he's like, or today. And wow. he was like, well, I'll be in Phoenix today. And I was like, well, that is so perfect <laughs> because yesterday, if I had gone the day before, like I was going to, wow. I would have had no place to go. I just would have, like I said, yeah. So <laughs> then my plane got canceled. They were like, nope, not yet. Not today. <laughs> Swami but the next day, tomorrow. yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. That's really cool. So tomorrow, so then, yeah, and then that's it. And then I just was here, and my plan was to just come here and stay here for, like, a month and everything and um, just and then just get back on the plane right, right before, um, you know, maybe, like, uh, a month. So she was due December 22nd. Um, so I was thinking maybe to just go back the end of November, yeah. beginning of December, um, but just to get a peace of mind and just clear my head and everything, um, you know, just, you know, really just become grounded, more grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and so that was my plan, and I was just going to still do the hospital birth. Like I said, I still wanted the home birth, but, uh, you know, in the back of my head, but the hospital birth just sounded more more likely so um then I'm at the ashram and then I just keep getting these little hints (laughs) that I'm not leaving (laughs) like when I first got here um one of the first people one of the things there's this 
guy here. His name's Gabriel. And Gabriel has been pushing this for me to have the birth here at the ashram from the day that I got here. Really? Literally, he was like, you can have the baby here at the ashram? And I'm like, no, no, I'm going back home. I'm going back to Tennessee. Like, I was so set on that. Right? <laughs> like, I thought it was mad. I was like, you're so crazy. But he mentioned it, like, quite frequently. Like, and he would say it to me. And it, it just is just throughout the month. Like, you're going to have the baby here. Like, and stuff like that. I'm wow. like, like, he was joking. But he was really, like, he thought it would be so cool to have an ashram baby. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And then even in, um, as time kept getting closer, I, um, I booked my plane ticket basically on a Tuesday again. And, um, and it was around, it was going to go back right before Thanksgiving. So I was going to get back right before Thanksgiving and the day before Thanksgiving. And, um, I booked that plane ticket on a Tuesday. On a Friday, I got an email about my plane ticket was canceled because some issues between the airline and um, the booking website. And so it took them three days to tell me that. I got a confirmation code and everything. I thought I was good to go. Three days later, I found out I'm not. And, um, and... Um, yeah, and because of the holidays, plane tickets literally went up like $300. Yeah, I bet. Like, they literally went from $100 to four and $500. Like, mm. it was ridiculous. Um, and I was like, well, I'm not going home anytime soon. Wow. And so then for a little bit, like, for a couple of days, I was still like, you know, my mom, I think, it was really hard because my mom... Yeah wanted to be there my family really wanted to be there um you know and to to support me but at the same time you know I felt felt really really supported here the more I thought about it and everything I just didn't want to disappoint my mom but Mm. at the same time you know I I just had to go with my heart and where I felt I needed to be and where she needed to be my my daughter and um so yeah, so after a couple of days, I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to go home. And um, even then, then here comes Gabriel in one of the meetings, and he was like, asked Swami, he's like, is it okay if she has her daughter here? Like, can't she just have oh, it here? Wow. And Swami was just like, um, I just remember, um, yeah, he said something about him. He just said um, something along the lines of she's supported, like whatever she decides or whatever, something like that. Like, yeah. he's just... I've just always been very supportive from the beginning, and but it was still crazy, you know, for me to come, and I just didn't want to impose on anybody. Like, it was sure. a lot of kind of guilt to get over. Like, I was like, this is a lot. And right. that's why, too, I could never see it. So then I was like, well, like, I'm just going to have a newborn at the ashram? Like, it didn't even make sense. <laughs> These things don't even make sense. And I'm just thinking about, you know, being in that in the room and the bunk beds, and I'm like, and I'm going to bring a newborn back? Like, right. still thinking about the work? hospital. Yeah. Right. You were going to go to the hospital yeah. here. That's right. right. And even um, in, even, like, within the first month that I got here, like, uh, not the first month, within the first, like, two weeks, it wasn't even close to my, my delivery, the Swami here, he was like, so what do we do if you do go into labor? And I was just like... Well, I'll just go to the hospital. But even just that, I'm like, I still have, like, I'm not due for, like, another six or eight weeks. Like, yeah. why are we even talking about that? But it was just, like, it was, like, those little subtle hints where mm. it kept coming, like, about having the baby here. And, um, yeah, so then I was still going to do, I was just going to do it at the hospital. And I was going to, but it, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Um, 
Because, too, as soon as I had, I figured out insurance and everything, and as soon as I booked an appointment, um, the first thing the lady said over the phone was that they're going to do an ultrasound, and that they, they do them for all of them. And I'm like, but it's so late. They don't even normally do those this late. Like, they don't need to, but That's anyways, yeah, goes. and yeah. I just... It's just like, you know, and that was already, it didn't feel right even booking the appointment. But then after that, that really didn't feel right. So then I ended up keeping, I was going to keep the appointment and everything. Um, But I just kept getting this feeling like this is not, you're not going to have that baby in a hospital. Then it just kept coming to me really strong over like two days. Like that you're not having her in the hospital. Mm. Like it's just not going to happen the way that you are seeing it like that's just not gonna mm. happen um so then I was like well what else am I gonna do like this is me in spirit like having a conversation like what I guess I'll just free birth free birth it is I'm just gonna do a free birth but then at the same time it's like trying to I'm still at the ashram so I have to respect that space too so I'm trying to think like how is this all gonna work out you know and um I'm like well I'll just do a free birth but then, um, you know, here comes um, Rukmini, one of the ladies here, was talking about, well, just um, do try a midwife, try a midwife, try a midwife. And I was just like, well, you know, like I kept saying to her, if a midwife comes, I told her the same thing. If a <laughs> midwife comes, then I'll accept it. But I can't afford a midwife really at this time. And um, And I just kept going with it like if 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 a midwife comes then then they come and then but actually when I first got here um just throughout my time here um I kept hearing about indie birth there was a lot of mothers they would either come to the ashram or we would be at chocolate tree and I would hear about indie birth um I was told like to check out the website I even checked out the website read the stories read about Mary (laughs) I didn't think anything of it I was just like, oh, this is cool. It's like, you know, because they were like, it has a lot of helpful tips about, you know, after pregnancy and all this and a lot of natural ways and things. I was like, oh, this is really cool. And it just kept popping up, um, you know. And then um, I had even heard about Marin from Nika because that was her friend's midwife. And and she spoke about you. Yeah. And I was just like... And then Allison just had her child here. So then the Rukmini was like, well, try Mary. And she's been working with Allison and whatever, whatever. And so finally I'm just like, okay. I'm just, because it was just being pushed and pushed, <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, you know, like, because I was just thinking there's, this is impossible. There's no way. Whatever, you know. And, but just, I just kept being pushed, pushed, pushed. So I was like, okay. So I made an appointment with Marion and, and, um, yeah, and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever done. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. I don't even know what else to say. Um, because it all just fell right into place. Totally. It all just did. And, yeah, and that was so perfect because even once I was like, um, that I wanted to have it at the ashram and Swami's like, okay, we support you, but you have to have somebody here. Like, you can't just free birth. Like, I just can't have that happening. I just, you know, for their peace right. of mind. Yeah, yeah, it was already probably, I mean, a really cool stretch that. Yeah, they that they to wanted to have, have it here. here. That was yeah. already, yeah. Yeah. I Above couldn't even beyond. imagine. Yeah. 
to just have a baby here and then have all the support like oh yeah the support deserves its own like postpartum podcast really (laughs) oh my goodness it's sisters in the ashram um, really? Yeah, so beautiful. And Ruth Meany comes in here and, she, and she's like, um, this is what all the books say it should be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she this loves is it. what the books say it she's should be. She's like, this is so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're living I out love the you guys. <laughs> like, I just, and you know, but it's like, it's really nice to share the story though because I love it. It's just like, it's really amazing what happens, like, when just to watch mm. when you just, really just surrender to everything and like even let go of control but I mean and like we were talking about just right before this is even with with when you bring the child into the world mm-hmm. you have to surrender like you can't you you're not in control of the situation anymore and it's just like to to take that aspect with the child but just with and use it throughout our whole lives for everything right. like we're just we're not in control and <laughs> just to trust too you have to trust it's just um so beautiful you're such a great example but yeah and just to to not let people get into your head either about anything because that happens too even people are like you're crazy like my mom you're going to Arizona before the baby like how are you going to do that like you're Mm -hmm. almost like you're doing a couple months like what are you even doing like all this kind of stuff like you know, there's always people there. There's always going to be the doubters. And whether it's, are you sure you want to give home birth? Are you sure you want a free birth? Like, right. there's always going to be the doubters. And are you sure you don't want to vaccinate? Like, because sure, your child's going to die. Like, right. it, doesn't it doesn't stop in any way, in any way, in any form. So it's just like, yeah, I just can't mm. even believe it. And the actual birth itself, oh my gosh, that's a whole different story <laughs> we haven't even gotten into. <laughs> that's part two. No, this is so great. It's so inspiring. Like... I mean, I am learning things about it too because, I mean, you probably, well, people could probably guess. So we only met two weeks before yeah. you birthed this beautiful baby. So, you know, we've been getting to know each other too. So it's been so yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it was so special meeting you two that day, and no one knowing, of course, like, when your baby was going to come, so, I don't know, just on the logistical side, like, just getting to know each other a little bit, and, like, you know, finding out what the lay of the land here literally yeah, was, yeah. and, like, where where you wanted to have the baby, and I don't know, any of the above free to talk about. It was all so very last minute, but mm. in the most beautiful way. It wasn't yeah. even, like... A pressure. It didn't feel stressful. It felt just right. Mm. Um, it all just fell. Um, yeah. So then, um, I knew that it would be best if I could have my own space. So, um, cause we were in shared, shared quarters. Mm. Um, best decision and ever. Then, I yeah. Think, for and then there just so happened to be a nice little comfy, cozy camper out here. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a nice old trailer set up, like, you know, and so, um, yeah, so we decided to move into here, um, and have the birth in here, so that way, it just, it would be quiet, and, and everything like that, and, and, um, no distractions, but I always knew that whoever was around when the baby was born was who was supposed to be around, oh. so I never, you know, I tried to let go of that, um, because they do say who's around when the baby's born can be important, but... Sure. It's just also to whoever is around and is who's supposed to be around. So, but it was still best to have my own space. Um, 
and then yeah I don't even so you went a couple days past your date yeah four days most people sort of do yeah and yeah so I (laughs) was praying and (laughs) praying and praying just to whoever was listening (laughs) really praying to myself just setting in intentions Mm -hmm. like okay um you're coming you're coming soon we're gonna have an easy birth we're gonna do this we're gonna work together (laughs) like this Mm -hmm. is just things I was saying all throughout the day um Just before, this is days before I felt it, I felt her coming, and I just, you know, probably like a week up before, I was just like, okay, I gotta start getting in the zone. And Mm -hmm. so I just, um, just praying, you know, like, whatever angels, be there, please, any ascended masters, like, just be there. Everyone. I was praying to everyone, I was like, all my ancestors, (laughs) anybody who can be there, please be here Mm -hmm. with me, like, I was just praying and just setting that intention um and then um yeah and then on Christmas day I was um on the 25th I was just um I just remember we were dancing Rukmini kept making me dance she was like you gotta do these hip rolls and if you want to get that baby out so I'm rolling my hips they had them in there playing the drums and and the the little bongos and stuff and and we were just all dancing and um, then Erica brought me this ball, the the yoga ball, and she was like, you get on here, you do some hip rolls. So for like two days, I was um, doing all the hip rolls and the dancing and the bouncy ball, and I was like, okay, we're going to come, and and just trying to work, work her out of me already. And then, oh, this might be hot. Yeah. This is hot. Get it off. Oh. I'm swaddling here. I'm sorry. I'm hot too. I'm hot too. How does that feel? Um, yeah, but I just remember I felt it and I was like, whew, you better start start praying, man. And I did. I did. Yeah, and so then, um, yeah, so. Here comes the 26th, and (laughs) the day after Christmas, uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, um, I was woke up with contractions, and so I was like, whew, okay, and everybody, you know, was like, you'll know them when they come, and because people kept asking me, are you feeling contractions, are you feeling anything yet, are you feeling anything yet, like, no, I don't think so, I don't think so, I don't, I don't know. No, I just felt maybe a little mild crampy, nothing, nothing really, and that was it. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I felt the contractions. They're, you feel them. What? It's not a question. No, it's not. <laughs> She's like, I know. <laughs> when you feel them, you feel them. And um, so I got my little contraction app out, and I was like, let's time these things, and I did, and it was like, you should get ready to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I'm like, That's okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know these timers dispensed advice. <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay. So know. I'm like, yeah, mine did. It had a whole paragraph of advice, but That's that was basically the, same, the main thing. It was like, you should get ready to go to the hospital. Well, your contractions are pretty good. Um, 
Because they yeah. were close together, they yeah? Were, they were, like, they were, um, the, yeah, they were two to four minutes apart right. in the, in the, at that time. Right. And they were, like, lasting a minute. They were lasting a minute, 40 seconds to a minute, and, um, or more. And, um, yeah, so they were just intense from the beginning. Right. Um, and then... After that, yeah, and I just remember, and then I text you, and you're like, well, just get some rest. I'm like, rest? How do you rest when your uterus is pulsing like that? Like, I don't even know what she's talking about. I was like, well, it sounds early. It sounds early-ish, so you should probably get some rest. I mean, of course, yeah. Sometimes you can't sleep, and that's ridiculous advice. And you never got a rest. I never. It just kept. They only got like work. Like the time, they only got shorter. Yeah. So then, basically, like um, after like a few hours, like they were every two to three minutes. So hard. It was crazy for when it was almost thirteen hours. Thirteen hours. Um. And so, um, so probably, yeah, like 12 hours of, of contraction and then like what, the last little bit of pushing. Mm. Um, ooh, did you use the bathroom? Yes, you did. Okay. Let me let it sit and see if any more comes out. Um, so you were up the rest of the night. Yeah. And so I tried to lay back down and, um, and yeah, it, I kind of was able to a little bit rest I tried but it just wasn't wasn't happening and then I just remember um from there I can't even remember what time I think it was like four hours later um you still weren't here and I just wanted you to be here because I just remember thinking okay she still doesn't think it's time I just remember thinking okay when Marin's here then at least that means like the baby's close or something however that was happening in my head I just had a reason with myself like when I see Marin (laughs) The baby's closer. So I just, I remember four hours in, though, I looked at Erica. She was um, a doula that was actually just so happened to be staying here. Oh, what love. Um, You're right. It's it's crazy. And I just remember looking at her and just saying, like, I can't do this. Like, I'm only four hours in. Like, I can't do this. I got to quit. And, um, yeah, it's just really intense like the 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 birth stories and everything like that they don't do it justice like Mm -hmm. you it's not like you don't know it until you know it I remember it's like an hour in and I remember getting the realization like it hit me hard like this is labor like this is what people do for hours and then you hear about the people who had like 24 hour labor and 35 hours you were in labor that's what you did for 35 hours just that continuous just right hard cramp like that I don't even know how to you can't even describe a contraction but you had I mean you just had no break like I think I mean not not all the time but like often when people do it for days well I mean it can be like that but more commonly you know it's a little bit more relaxed yeah but yours was like very Bam. intense, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that was the part, yeah. But, um, you know, whatever got her here. But, yeah, that was, it was very intense from the beginning. Um, so I think I talked to Erica in the morning. I had never met Erica either, but she was kind of acting as the go-between because you were 
And I was trying to get information because I just didn't want to be here too early and just be sitting around watching you. And also, I think it's like worth saying that when you're still trying to get to know someone, too, you're trying to gauge like, you know, where they are in the process when you don't know them as well. And so, yeah, like that walking that fine line between like you don't want to leave someone, but you also don't want to sit and stare at them. Um, But by like, I think 830 or nine in the morning. I mean, and Erica seemed to more like, you should maybe come in. And I was like, no, I'll come now. And, and I want to check this out for myself because I, I couldn't get like solid facts. Out yeah, of I don't even. But for good reason. I mean, you, yeah. were, you were in the zone. I'm sorry. I was like, no, yeah, no. I was like, no, gone. no, no. I mean, and that was another clue. And, and even Erica and I were kind of discussing together and we both agreed like Eve doesn't seem like the kind of person and no judgment on this, but like that is overly dramatic or dramatic at all. So like, you know, you were working hard and you were like really in it. They weren't like the little piddly, like early labor contractions (laughs) where people like bake a cake and like go out to the store. It was like, yeah. And that was so, because I even had a book here. I was like, maybe I'll read that in labor. I printed off the pictures to color. I was like, (laughs) that's awesome. I have a little coloring book. I was like, I can color in labor. Yeah, right. I thought about that afterward, too. I was like, that was a joke that I really thought I was going to be able to do anything in labor. Well, how do you know? You don't know. You, you don't could know have had a whole yeah, day before yeah, where yeah. you were coloring and yeah. making cakes. You just didn't get that. <laughs> that wasn't your story. Not this time. No, not, not this, this time, time around. Yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. it's really funny. It was not. None of that. So I got here at like 10 a.m., I think. You need something? Yeah. Um, I got here around. Do you want me to turn the heat on? Okay. Um, 10 a.m. and yeah, like you were, you were working. You were here on your bed and kind of hands and knees and totally like going somewhere between contractions, but they weren't terribly long, which is not to discredit the amount you were working, but just like because. It's an interesting fact. Um, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Like, anything we think matters. Because you were doing it. Very much yeah, so. I don't, yeah. At 10 a.m. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, man, I better. I didn't even realize you got here that early. It didn't feel like that. <laughs> I, well, you, yeah, you have no idea when your labor more time it is. Yeah. I mean, that's And that's so, I was not looking at the clock. And then no. I even remember, at one point, I was like, I remember thinking to myself that the clock's over there. And I was like, don't look at it. Like, I remember having a conversation with myself, like, don't look at that clock. Like, and I just remember, oh, like, so smart. taking it, like, just minute by minute and just contraction mm. by contraction. Like, I remember just breathing through it. I just, I was saying all, everything, like, I, like I said, I was still praying to everybody. I was praying mm. to everybody um, and anybody and myself and just... Like, please, just be with me. Just help this get by. Just, you know, and I just, um, it was really, it's a lot of motivational speaking and pep talking that you have to do on your behalf. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I don't know if people realize that, or maybe people are just different, you know, but like, I've felt like that too. Like, you need to come up with the things that you talk yourself out of or to or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. And I just remember, yeah, just yeah, just saying things like, like, um, 
Yeah, just, well, thinking about, too, like, okay, this is all the women before me have done this. Like, this is mm. what women do. Like, this is what I was meant to do. Like, all kinds of stuff like that. Like, it's just nonstop. Just, you got to talk to yourself, really. So, it's like, because sometimes it feels like it's never mm. ending. And then I just remember saying, too, like, okay, it's just a day. Like, just get through this. Like, you just get through this, and then you're going to have your baby. And she's going to be here. And I remember just picturing us together. I remember just picturing me, like, holding her. Just picturing her, like, coming out and just holding her and it just all being done. I just remember, like, finding so much comfort in that just thought of this won't be forever. <laughs> like, no. it's just, like, just get through it, you know. Because, um, yeah, it's completely, yeah, like, no pain medicine, no nothing. And then I, that thought, I remember the thought came to me, like, this was a joke that you thought you were going to be able to be at the hospital and have, like, a completely natural birth, mm, like... Right, in that moment, you realized... I was like, that would have been... Because, too, I would have been stuck in a bed. Like, first of all, I was completely naked the whole time, just wandering around, doing whatever I had to do, like, on my hands and knees over here or over there, yeah. like, just hanging off of something, like, just working my hips, just doing whatever I needed to do, pacing and whatever... And you can't do that at the hospital. And um, then, too, even, like, they want you in the bed. You got to be in the gown and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, yeah. it's totally different. Then I had my music on. That, that You can't do that at the hospital and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it would have been completely different. Um, yeah, I know. It's hard. I and mean, then I had harder. good homemade food coming in, even though it was hard to eat it. But uh, hospital food, well, I would not have even been able to get the two bites in that I was doing. Yeah. Hospital food is disgusting. <sighs> yeah, you were so instinctual. That's <laughs> like, I'm thinking about, yeah. Yeah, like, just the way you knew to, like, move your body and what you needed, yeah. like, in the environment and, like, being naked. Like, it's all stuff that you kind of hope people will do you know because it means they're really in it yeah. rather than like it being a learned behavior or yeah, like a, yeah. a thing they know intellectually like you just were so connected well it kind of is like um I think it is it's it really is about um just letting go of those fears and stuff like it really like you do know what you're doing and we have really done this before like in past and whatever we've done it a million yeah. times and if you just let go and surrender to your body, like, it, it will know what to do. Mm. Um, it's just actually doing that and getting out of your head. And that's why, too, sometimes it does make it easier when you have, like, a midwife there or something to ask all the questions to because it, right. it's easier to get into that, like, you don't trust yourself so much sometimes when you don't have to because it's like, oh, I have somebody there that I can just ask them all the questions. I don't have to trust right. myself. Totally. But you kind of have to totally. let go of that and just... Yeah, it trust still yourself. comes back you still to you. Have to trust yourself, right? Yeah. It's like no one. Well, and I want to say because every too, person's different too, so you can't like totally tell somebody how to move. Who? Cause... No, you definitely can't. Yeah. But you, I mean, you knew like as long as I've known you, at least that like you were going to be the one to birth the baby. Like yeah, we had yeah, conversations yeah, yeah. about that, just because sometimes that's it's like a subliminal thing people miss. Um, especially with a first baby, you know, and so they end up looking to someone more or like, what's next? Or should I push or any of the things? Yeah, yeah. But you just knew for you what you were doing and the support you needed. And, you know, that's really magical. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it really, yeah, it was from the beginning, just the whole thing. It is, yeah. It's just, you gotta, <laughs> Yeah. 
I don't even know what else to say because it's really, it's, you just don't know that one until you know it. There's nothing more, like, there's really not, like, you can watch all the videos, read all the stories, you know, and everything, yeah. but when you're in it, like, so you could read all the stories you want and whatever, but it just, it's not, it's not the same because some people do, some people have it laying down, even though it's a home birth, they have it laying right. down and um, even just see today, me and there, my friend, she, um, she ended up having it, she had a home birth and she ended up laying down and the midwives held her feet up just like stirrup, just as if she was in the hospital right. and that's what worked for her. Right. And I had mine basically in a squat and then standing up and that's what worked for me and you know, some people like the water and it's just... I thought I was going to be in the water. I had the tub ready and everything, you know, um, just there waiting for me. And yeah, that was not happening. Like when it was actually there, I was not, the tub did not feel right. There was nothing about that water that I wanted. I was just like, you know. Yeah, it is so individual. Yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, it's very different for every person and every baby. What about that last little bit? I think of just you saying, I think it was at like 1230. So I guess, spoiler alert, you, you birthed the baby around 2.30 p.m. Yeah. So around 1230, you got super serious and you were like, shut the door and don't let anyone in or out. <laughs> Mind you, like the door is pretty central in this really adorable trailer. And so I could totally see how you were so annoyed by, yeah, like just the door opening and, you know, people coming in and out, even when it was with whatever tea. Um, but just that moment for you to be like, I need to get really quiet. And I thought that was really awesome. Too. For, well, for you to know, like, okay, shit's getting real. I right felt now. it. I was like, <laughs> don't open the door. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wait, you want to eat something? Yes. I, um, yeah, well, because, too, I just felt the intensity coming. And I'm not even, it was like, the first, it was like this. This slight tinge, I don't know a better word. What? What? What you want? You just want to sit up, see the world. I just remember getting like this, like slight tinge of regret just wash over me like... Yeah. There's no going back. I, oh, You're gosh. already too far. Like, the, you can't do anything about it now. Like, what? Why did I do this? <laughs> like, totally. type thoughts and that's, yeah, when I was like, okay, this is like, I felt the intensity coming on. I was like, okay, this is only about to triple in intensity. And that's, yeah, I just kind of started feeling that. I was like, this is, okay, this is being more intense than it already is. And that's when I look. I started looking at Mary, and I was like, "This is crazy! Like, I can't. This is really hard." And I just remember, you know, um, Marin just telling me like, uh, one of the things that really helped me is just like she's just saying like, "But that's your baby you're feeling, and that's not pain. It's your baby." And um, yeah, and that was really good. Like, I kept helping me. So like, when I would go into the contractions, I would. Then I started, like, repeating that, like, okay, that's the baby, she's coming, like, and the more intense the contraction, the more I was just like, okay, like, that means, like, she's coming, and that's what, it kind of got to the point, too, like, because it was like, you feel the contraction, for me personally, I felt the contraction when I was laying down, but then, if I got up and, like, did, like, move my hips around and moved around and walked and stuff like that, 
it like tripled the contraction intensity mm-hmm. <laughs> and but um you know and I didn't want to do that because it was a lot it was very intense yeah. and um it's a choice at some yeah, point yeah and then that's I remember and then that's what you said you were like okay you can lay down and rest that's good but you with the movement you were talking you said like the positioning that's how the baby's gonna come and you were like it gets intense but that intensity that is what's gonna birth your baby that intensity is gonna birth your baby so I'm like oh lord (laughs) like okay like yeah but you totally stepped into it and I mean pretty much everyone does you know it's just like at your own yeah at your own willingness to go there and yeah, like, and I that's could see exa- it. you have to go to yeah. like a different. It's you do totally different. Like it's because it's the intensity of the contractions okay, but to actually go to the part where you're pushing and everything like that, that's a totally different mm. intensity. And so yeah, I just remember looking at the floor and I'm like, I just remember knowing like I was like, okay, that's where she, I'm gonna have her. I'm like, okay, I'm about to do this on the floor. Like I just felt it getting so intense. I was like, okay, I'm about to be on the floor. And then that's <laughs> when I asked you like, can we put some stuff down on the floor? And you did, and then I just remember, okay. And then I just laid down. <laughs> I just laid there. Yeah. And I laid there for I don't even know how long. And you I was just giving peaceful. myself a pep talk. It yeah. felt through the contractions. Yeah. yeah. I was but laying there. I was breathing. Just yeah. giving myself a pep talk. Like, okay, you have to do it. Like, that's what I was doing. Yeah, it makes you wonder if that's what that phase is for, you know? Because, like, textbook-wise, there is a lull before the baby yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pep talk. That's, that's pep talk. Ah, ah, yeah. That's what it's for. Now we know. That's literally, yeah, I was just laying there. And then finally I was like, I did not want to get up. And I was like, okay, come on. You have to do this. You can't. There's no, like, you got to do it. You got to do it. Like, you just got to get up and do it. Yeah, and so it's then here or there. And then I started doing it, and every time I'd go through the kitchen, I would just be like, oh, I feel you, okay. That's the baby I feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you just coming. knew, like, I mean, no one told you when to push. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, you just yeah, instinctively yeah, 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 knew yeah, yeah. when she yeah, was in your yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so beautiful. yeah. And as long as it's, it's like, as long as you don't, um, like, you just have to know you just go into it. Like, just trust yourself going into it, um. Like I said, sometimes when somebody's standing there with experience, oh, it's the matter. It's right? The it's easy to look to someone else it's and easy. be like, "Does this yeah. look normal?" Or yeah. Am I doing do it right? Does this now? sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. You never ask. You totally know. Yeah, but if you don't, yeah, because you just you'll know. You'll know if you just let it, let it be. You'll know. And, um, yeah. She's like, this is almost my part of the story where <laughs> I get to talk. That's the she's part of the rest of the story. It's your story from here on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you just going into this like beautiful squat, and I asked you, you know, do you want anyone to come in? Do you want any of the the ladies here or whatever? And you were like. I'm doing this like this <laughs> right now. <laughs> so inspiring. Yeah, I just and I just remember I just kept picturing myself. I think that's a big thing is like those are probably the biggest tools I think like is pet talk, motivational speaking and um 
just visual like visualizing yeah. like it, it happening like just in in what like at the aftermath like okay this is afterward we're gonna be able to just lay in the bed and I'm just gonna hold her mm. and that's exactly what I did too right after she was born 10 minutes later the placenta came and then I just laid down for what it was like two and a half yeah, hours I do. just laid there we didn't do anything <laughs> I didn't nothing else happened I just held her and we laid there yeah, that integration time yeah you know that's like that and it felt so good <laughs> yeah beyond beyond words I'm yeah sure. it felt so good to just be it was such a, a sigh of relief just a breath of relief and it was just so nice to meet her and oh my goodness yeah uh, she came out really fast too I mean you were only just pushing instinctively for like 15 minutes before she came out oh my goodness so made it look so easy I mean I know it wasn't necessarily but it sure looked yeah just instinctual so I just kept picturing her and then I kept talking to her when it was coming I just mm. it just felt I was just like come on out come on like it's time and in my head I was like yelling at her I was like just get out like just yelling at her um in the most loving way but <laughs> get out. yeah just like get come out. on like you have to come out now like that's it you don't have a choice I don't have a choice we're doing this come out like now because then I remember too and I was praying to her I prayed to her just as much as I did anybody else and to just please you know like just come on like please just make this easy like I can't keep doing it like please just come on out baby girl like I can't and she did she did she listened so I mean that's you're connected Sophia. And she knew. She was like, okay, I can't keep doing this to mama. It's time. It's time. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. So gorgeous. So perfect. Two are so healthy and beautiful and <laughs> It was just all... From the beginning, I just was with her with instinct. And that's... Yeah. That's yeah. really... I did just don't question things. I try not to question anything. Because mm. it just starts with one question and then that's spiral. That's how anxiety happens. Yeah, well, that's a really profound <laughs> realization to share yeah. and to have for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for being you <laughs> and being so strong and powerful and mm -hmm. it's been such a privilege to know you and to witness you it just gives me such joy that you've radiated this out in the universe <laughs> it's so powerful you know no well thank you for letting me share <laughs> oh yeah i'm so glad is it, it is i yeah so glad any last huh. things you'd like to share i don't i mean no it's just that you don't know until you know so it's I just, love that. you know <laughs> i'm gonna quote you yeah. <laughs> eve says <laughs> It's so true, though. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, an obsession. I completely underestimated it. Yeah. <laughs> completely. Yeah. I was like, every woman does it. Oh, my gosh. Then in it, every woman does this? Like. Yeah. It's humbling. Whoa. <laughs> this is how souls come to earth. Wow. Oh, it's not, it's not, no small matter. No. But it's, it's totally, completely wonderful and worth it and beautiful process but it is no small matter no, that's really beautiful yeah and you know already just like how 
the thoughts and emotions shift, you know, your six days postpartum and mm-hmm. um, you'll see for yourself just, you know, what comes in your own wisdom about all of it and none of it and mothering, you know, it's like just the dance of it all. So this is where you are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, it's, and I'm just going to keep, I still pray to her and pray just whatever, you know, that um, we work together. Yeah, well, that we can work together just like we're in birth and that from here on out just in our life we can just work together yeah. in everything that we do well you're off to a great start <laughs> you guys are doing so wonderful together and nursing mm-hmm. and yeah maybe maybe we'll do another chat some other time about new <laughs> things that come in but I really think that's an amazing story to share well, that was good that was a lot yeah Thank you you for letting me share. Thank you for everything. Because I could not have imagined this birth going any other way or being being any other way. Like, it's... It was meant to be. This is what it was. Yeah, it was meant to be. I could not have imagined. It it was so perfect in every way. In every way. Yeah, like, like you can't this. write this in a book. You can't, but I always tell you, you should. I know, you should. You're gonna write a book now. I mean, this birth is only part of it, I'm sure, but it's like, yeah. it is, it's so, it's so divine. And like looking out the window here on this beautiful piece of property and, you know, you getting to heal and rest for, I don't know how long and, you know, then off to the next yeah. adventure. Yeah. So, well, lots of love. Thanks for sharing and yeah, to be continued maybe one day, but thanks for listening, everyone. Um, check out the anybirth.org site for new stuff anybirthmanwifreyschool.org as well and have a great day